Also, um, hashtag free Britney still. Like, please, God, God yes. Oh. Like, leave that woman alone. That, that to me, too, is part of the whole, you know, controlling women stuff. Like, that would never happen to a man. Right. And, no, sorry, and- I don't mean it, like, in a bad way, but she didn't go. You're 100% correct. She didn't go, like, boil someone's bunny rabbit crazy. She shaved her head and made a few bad sexual decisions. But, like. Right. It, I mean, you know how many times I've shaved my head and made bad <laughs> sexual decisions in my lifetime? Yeah, I've never shaved my four. head, but let's not go there. <laughs> four times. The I combination mean, of the two. I've made bad sexual decisions independently of shaving my head from time to time. But Okay, good. I, that would be a weird combo. Like, did you make the bad sexual decision first and then shave your head as like sexual remorse? Or was it like a It was a case by case thing. basis, if I'm okay, being honest. Okay. If the head shaving was like foreplay, then I, you know, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Not, not trying to yuck your young. Yeah, whatever floats your boat there. Never <laughs> twist your knickers. Welcome to The Sip List. This is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever the other person's drinking. I'm drinking wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. And tonight I am joined by a first timer on the show. Yay! Hey! David, what's up? Hi! Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I had fun on Moral Combat and I've, I definitely felt like we were all vibing and having a good time. So this will be fun. Um, you have Mortal Kombat and Flops. Do you yeah. have any other podcasts or is that it? Just the two. I'm on Mortal Kombat and it was a blast having you on Mortal Kombat as well. You were hilarious and I completely agree. Uh, everyone was vibing with you. I, and like, I definitely felt that you and I were vibing too. And I was very excited when uh, we were going to arrange this. So I have Mortal Kombat, uh, which is our pop culture tournament podcast. We debate pop, pop culture to- topics. Pop culture topics. I can speak. <laughs> I'm drinking beer. Back. How many drinks have you had? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, about six beers deep at this point because uh, I, I I rushed to get buzz for the recording, and then we had to postpone it. And then yeah, I just continued to get. But, uh, it happened. You know, life happened. <laughs> but we so and then like I just continued. I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't put out at this point. Uh, yeah, definitely so not. I was, you know, I was I was already three sheets and might as well keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, about six beers deep. I like but, it. Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat flops. Mortal Kombat, we talk about pop culture topics, and uh, we put them into a tournament, and we debate them round by round, and the listeners uh, vote on a winner. And then Flops, my buddy Derek and I, uh, we have a guest host on each week, and uh, Amanda will be a guest host coming up here in the near future. Very excited for that. Uh, And we talk about funny laws, just like laws that make you say, what the fuck? And kind of tilt your head to the side and scratch your head a little bit. <laughs> and we make fun of them. We think of, of funny origin stories for them. Uh, Greg from Moral Combat uh, is a, has been a substitute co-host recently. And he also um, is the genius behind the foreign flopper segment where uh, he writes in as a pop culture character uh, <laughs> who has, who, it's amazing how he can come up with the ways that these weird laws tie into pop culture characters um yeah that's cool so check that out too but yeah flops 
and Mortal Kombat. Check me out. Yes, definitely. Both shows are really good. Flops is very interesting. Um, and Mortal Kombat is really cool, too. I wanted to ask, because I, you guys spend a lot of time um, on one particular topic. But to me, the episodes are stay fresh because you guys have different people to talk about different stuff. But do you guys ever get bored, like, talking about the same thing for, like, however many weeks in a row? Or does it stay interesting to you guys? I think it stays interesting. I mean, it depends on it depends on the topic and right. how much you have invested in whatever horses are left in the race, right? Because there have definitely been times that, like, I'm notoriously well known on the podcast for never winning. Aww. I've won a single tournament in the year plus that we've been doing the podcast, and I'm not bitter about it. I get it. The listeners are just incorrect about their own opinions, and okay. I'm like incorrect about mine. That's that's the that's the whole you know soapbox that I get to stand on <laughs> with the podcast but it doesn't I don't think it gets uh I don't think it gets boring I think there are times when just like if you don't have a dog in the race you you kind of just cling to whatever you think is going to win and then just sink your teeth into it and just ride that out until gotcha. it, either you win or you get voted out or mostly in my experience voted out Latch on to remember the Titans for this one, and then you can be a winner along with me. I shall try. Honestly, I got I got a lot of shit for picking Remember the Titans over Miracle, <laughs> and and from some close friends of mine. And it's like I'm sorry, I just consider like racism a different battle versus communism. So that's- yeah. Well, so I I don't know. Um, I think I talked to Matt about this. I I listened to the episode and I heard the voice messages. And I was in my car and I was getting fired up. Like I, when I pulled in, I was like going to the grocery store. I stopped my car, pulled in the parking lot and I called and left a voicemail and reply to your two friends. Oh, we haven't hey, heard that yet. Hey, oh, no, I remember. I was like, <laughs> I'm excited for that. But one of the things I did say, like what you were saying, I was already thinking it, but nobody told us the movies had to be based on accurately true stories. Like I didn't know yeah. that was a, <laughs> and your no. friend, your friend Brizzy needs a, Z- a Xanax or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh he has, he has definitely uh, heard that before Rizzi is one of the most energetic and hyped up people like he he doesn't need to drink coffee he still does for some reason but he doesn't <laughs> need to he's just naturally ridiculously energetic well he's definitely passionate so I can't get mad at him about that but I, I felt very attacked by both of those voicemails I was like well <laughs> even even Colin's voicemail about Airbud. oh no not that one <laughs> <laughs> just just drew and and brizzy and and you know they they brought up some solid points don't get me wrong they like, did yeah Miracle for sure great movie. i love miracle i'm a hockey fan like if i had my camera on right now you can see a sharks poster behind me a hockey jersey behind me and like i love hockey i'm a very big hockey fan and miracle is a, a fantastic movie yeah but totally i had to choose between the two better sports movies sports movies right uh, not documentaries yeah i would have to go with Roman the Titans. Uh, Thank more you. I'm with you on that. Thanks. Well, cool. Well, so I know you said that you're drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of beer are you drinking? Uh, Great White by Lost Coast. As we say on oh. Flops, not a sponsor, but we'd love to have you. Uh, <laughs> right. It's, it's my favorite beer in the world. It's a, it's a tasty wheat ale, and it's got like a citrusy kick to it. It's very yummy. It's not even, it's only like 4.8% alcohol. So barely alcoholic. I just drink it for the flavor and it tastes delicious. Well, hey, there you go. Is that local? Uh, it is 
it's from Eureka, California, which is like local-ish. It's it's at the grocery store at my store. It says local products, but it's like gotcha. a five-hour drive. Um, <laughs> but it's it's Northern California. It's not micro, but it's not nationally known either. It's kind of in the in the medium stages right now. Okay, sounds if you good. You can find it. I highly suggest it. It's got a great white shark on the on the label. He's holding the surfboard with a chunk out of it. And he's got a big old glass of beer. <laughs> nice. I know I have seen a beer can with a shark on it, but I don't remember it that detailed. So, um, but I'll check. We always, we have a lot of different local beers, but our grocery store also has a lot of just random stuff and yeah. you can build your own six pack. So I always try to look for something I've never had. Ooh, there you go. Any, honestly, anything by Lost Coast, you're not going to go wrong. If you like your heavier beers, they have a lot of, they have a whole, they have a huge range of, of stuff that they make. And it's all amazing. Cool. I'm a very light beer person. But you would probably super dig, you would probably dig Great White or even Tangerine, which is an even more citrusy version of Great White. Very nice. Okay. Well, I will take a, take a look. I'll keep a lookout for it. <laughs> I'm not even drunk yet. I'm trying to get there though. So. Oh, I will. I know. I don't, I've been drunk on my show once or twice and it, it's been fun, but also I'm like, I don't want to leave that bad of an example. But yeah. Also- see, that's why I, I get, I typically get like drunk on Mortal Kombat, but like for flops, I'm mildly drunk. Gotcha. Because I'm in charge of flops and Matt's in charge of Mortal Kombat. So I yeah. feel like I'm less responsible for that. For that part. Yeah. You just have to sit back and look pretty. You don't have to do any, yeah, of, exactly. any of the important stuff. That's the best part. It's, it's basically radio. So you have to look for it. You have to sound pretty. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. La, la, la. I guess because I saw you guys on, on video that that was what, you know, made me think of that. Oh, but yeah. yes, I that's do, correct. I do, I do a special beard treatment before Tuesday night. Before <laughs> very nice. I yeah, you I would... was joking, but I'm not. Actually. <laughs> oh, hey, what, whatever keeps you and the wife happy, that's, that's what no, matters. It, it gives me the confidence I need to be the man that I am. You know? See, there you go. Well, I'm drinking wine, which is almost always the case on this show. Do you drink wine? I do occasionally. Um, <laughs> one time I got way too drunk off of wine. This is actually the first time I told my wife that I loved her. Uh-huh. Um, so this is back in college. And I went to Sonoma State. And if you're familiar with like the Napa, Sonoma area, it's famous for wine. Right? I've been there. Um, perfect. And so at Sonoma State, they had this new building opened up called the Green Music Center. It was supposed to be like this, like um, just ridiculously acoustically driven and architecturally like sound building where like no matter what chair you sat in, you got the perfect acoustic because everything was angled correctly. To, so the sound waves would hit your eardrum the right angle Interesting. whatever. It was honestly, it sounded super cool. <clears throat> so okay. we, we, we were a part of the short film crew or the SSU TV crew and we were like hired more or less by the campus to do the opening of it and it was an open bar and I was 21 <laughs> and it was you know wine country a lot of wine Got yeah really drunk off wine and my my buddy Derek who is and said nice. you need to come get David he's way too fucking drunk and so <laughs> uh I had a I had an emotional breakdown that night I, I claimed that I was an alcoholic because I was ashamed of the fact that one of my best friends had to call my girlfriend to come get me because I was drunk. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, like, I wasn't even, I was, I was very drunk, but I wasn't, like, I, w- I was cause a scene at a fancy place drunk, not cause a scene at a normal place drunk. Gotcha. Get the difference, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where people gasp and, like, hold their, and clutch their clutch pearls. Clutch their pearls. Instead, <laughs> of, like, instead of, like, whoa, world star, you know, that kind of thing. 
Uh, yes. And then, so my, my, my wife picked me up and then she took me home and I was like, and I'm so sorry, but I fucking love you. And if you don't know that, you're stupid. That's literally Aww. how I told my wife I loved her for the first time. It's like really sweet, but also a super jackass way of doing it. Yeah, you know, my husband told me the first time while he was drunk and we were um, mid uh, coitus. So I was like, how do I say this the classy way? <laughs> like, he was drunk and we were fucking and he said, oh, I love you. <laughs> That's honestly, I think that is one of the best ways to actually say it for the first time. Like, that's like, that's the most passionate way to do it. I mean, I maybe mean, the fact that he wasn't, if he wasn't, if he was sober, that made it like, may have made it slightly better, but. Probably. Yeah. I mean, probably I, pretty great. I mean, that's the best I was going to get out of him. He's very reserved. So I, At and least I say that if you didn't know that you're stupid, because I feel like that's a very <laughs> fucked up thing. Yeah. To say. Like, if you don't know that by now, you're stupid. Like, that's literally how I told my wife I love you. Well, she must be a keeper then. <laughs> I, I might have smacked you. <laughs> I, I I must be the keeper for some reason. I don't know how she settled for me after hearing that garbage, but I don't. It must have been something. <laughs> yeah, I you must have something going about. for you. Well, okay. So, um, I I keep forgetting to say like more towards the beginning of the episode what we're going to talk about. I've noticed that Matt's really good at that on Mortal Combat, even though you guys don't get into it for a while, he still says it at the front of the episode. I don't do that. I forget. I'm like, let's talk about a bunch of other shit for 30 minutes, and then I'm like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've listened. I've actually I've listened to a couple episodes of, of the Sipless to get ready for for my episode here, and I listened to the episode where you guys were talking about villains. And, okay. and how, like, some guy on Twitter, like, critiqued you, and you're like, yeah, he has some good points, but ultimately, like, you know, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> and, and it's like, I get it, like, but it's like, listen, dude, like, guy on Twitter. Yeah. Very respectful. It's not your fucking podcast. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, you he, know. I know. He was just trying to help, and, and it wasn't necessarily it unsolicited, was, so I get it, but also I was like, you know. However yeah. many people listen to my show enjoy the witty banter, so it's not going away. Sorry. Exactly. That, that's why I started this to begin with. It's just like I missed seeing people and talking to people, and I love talking to my friends and just chilling out, and that's pretty much what this is. Oh, my gosh, Amanda. I am so sorry. I just realized I've been recording from the wrong microphone. This entire time. <laughs> you want to switch? Does that sound better to you? That sounds a lot better, actually. I am yeah. so sorry. Hey, listeners, that's- this is my real voice. This is David. Is that the big uh, microphone that looks like yeah, a giant moon? I, I'm on my I'm on my work computer right now, and I forgot that my work computer has, I have a headset for it, and the microphone automatically goes to the headset. I thought I had changed it beforehand, but I guess I was incorrect. I apologize. That's okay. Um, people don't come to this podcast for the superb sound quality. I'm still working on it, but until now, <laughs> until now, now you sound professional. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound way better. So we are going to actually do some lists. We both have two lists, so we're going to have to get to that. But yes. we are going to talk about our top five favorite guest stars on TV. So I think this is going to be fun. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we have to do some Mad Libs. Okay. Oh, yes. I have a suggestion. I don't, okay. Okay. So I don't, I've only listened to like a few episodes, but I think I, I listened to one of the first episodes where you did Mad Libs. Um, can I... I have a suggestion of what you should call them if, okay. you, if you're willing to listen to it. Of course. Mad Sips. Oh, 
Yes, that is a good idea. I like it. All right. Well, if, if I, because I still need to trademark Sipisode, which a friend also helped me come up with. So I'm that was really, sure. honestly, I was, when I was scrolling through my Spotify, I was like, oh, that's good. That's golden. I can't say Flopisode. That sounds too weird. Yeah, that does <laughs> sound a little weird. <laughs> Mad Sips. I like it. That is a good plan. All right. Well, if I trademark that, I'll be sure to give you credit too. Thank you. So I don't have actual Mad Libs on the computer, so I use kind of like a knockoff one, but it's fun because it only gives me the words. So I can't see what it is until we're done, which I, which I like, because when you're filling it in and you can see it, it's kind of like, it takes away from that. I don't want to, I don't want context clues as to how terrible I need to sound. (laughs) So this one is, I was trying to find a TV show based one, and this one is actually based off Friends and it's the the one with Ross's tan, which is a very good episode. Oh, you've got a three? You got two twos and two? Oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. I went to that tanning place your wife suggested. Was that place the sun? <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay, so, um, sorry, I'm going to do one thing here. Okay, did I, I didn't even say what kind of wine I was drinking. You didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's a strong one. We got into a whole conversation. Okay, real quick. I am drinking the cupcake wine, um, the Pinot Grigio. Grigio. Um, cupcake is a really good brand, very affordable. All their wines are really good. And it tastes like a really good Pinot Grigio. If you drink that and you like it, it's, it's very crisp. Lots of, what is it? Pear and citrusy vibes. Mm. I'm pouring some right now. Ooh, I was actually ASMR in there, dang. Yeah, I was actually finishing up champagne from my mimosas this morning before. Oh, nice. So now I'm officially drinking my episode wine, my episode wine. All right. So the question is, would you like to give all of the words or would you like to alternate with me? I would like to alternate with you. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you start. Okay. Noun. Dick. Nice. Okay, noun. Mm. Oh, not plural noun. Let me think. Um, I'll say cock. You can't say boobs. You were going to say boobs, right? Uh, no, I was going to say balls. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Dick and balls, yeah. There you go. Verb, ind- verb ending in ed. Drained. Nice. <laughs> okay. Adjective. Salty. <laughs> There's a theme here. <laughs> Okay, another verb ending in ed. Fucked. Thank <laughs> just, you. Just go right to it. You it's know. actually what I was thinking. Cut through the levity. Verb ending in s. Hmm. 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 I was going to say fucks and you took it away from me. Licks. <laughs> <laughs> Adjective. Adjective. Oh, sexy. Nice. Good one. Oops. I hit the caps lock. <laughs> Very. <laughs> um, I, I, you probably haven't listened to my last one, but it somehow ended up in there. Um, one of the phrases in there was certifiably fuckable. I was like, I'm going to start <laughs> saying that all the time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that, um, whoever, name a celebrity, they are certified. Fuckable. Yes. The only problem with that was it was about a family dinner. Oof. <laughs> Like that's not what you want. No, it's not. Okay. Noun. Let's say. Okay. Let's say. I hate being put on the spot. 
man. I'm United just say, Arab Emirates. <laughs> I'm just going to say boob, singular. There you go. There you go. Okay, plural noun. United Arab Emirates. <laughs> I'm channeling. I'm channeling my uh, one of my shows right now. Okay. All right. Uh, is that really a noun? I guess it is. It's okay. a, it's a proper noun, technically. That's true. That is true. Right. Right. Okay. Number. I'm going to say seventy-two. I feel like that's a good number. I thought you were three off what I was going to say. But. <laughs> Body part. Uh, navel. Nice. Okay. Adjective. Fuckable. I'm going to use it again. <laughs> Noun. Um, toe. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, it's a liquid do i really want to i don't think I do. <laughs> okay fine i'm gonna say jizz there we go I'm what? Gonna do i thought you were gonna say water oh really come on <laughs> there was a zero percent chance of you saying water there was zero percent chance that is correct <laughs> okay the one with Ross's tan scene joey and rachel's apartment mm-hmm. chandler so you and dick tonight huh Joey, yeah, it's actually our first official cock. Okay. <laughs> Is it now? Chandler, wow, so tonight may be the night. You're drained? Joey, <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, this is actually the part I'm salty at. I actually know what scene this is. Okay. <laughs> Chandler, what must it be like not to be fucked by fear and self-loathing? <laughs> it's actually very fitting for the character to say that yes joey licks it's okay chandler how can you be so sexy okay this is taking a turn (laughs) it's also very true yes joey well i know exactly what i'm gonna do chandler really like you have a routine joey no 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 each boob is different you have to appreciate their united arab emirates <laughs> very true you sure do take notes uh, chandler really joey no i do 72 things first i look deep in her eyes then i kiss her next i take my hand and i softly graze her navel oh, okay oh my god okay That's actually Chand- sexy. <laughs> well bit, yeah i mean if it's a first date though i'm not sure but let's just see Chandler, you mean like this? He starts touching Joey's navel in a funny and awkward way. <laughs> no, not like that. Like this. Joey starts grazing Chandler's navel. Oh my God. <laughs> did we just write a porno? If friends were a porno. Chandler, <laughs> Chandler, oh, I see what you mean. That's quite fuckable. They look at each other, both embarrassed. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Joey, more toe? <laughs> Chandler and jizz. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, that right. is an episode of Friends I do not want to watch. Thank you. Pornhub producers, you're welcome. We don't want credit. Um, no. Actually, no, I'll take credit. Don't give credit to Amanda, though. She's probably too good of a person. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, no, I'm not. But I don't want to think about Joey and Chandler caressing each other's navels. That's just weird. <laughs> but I do love that episode. He, he's like, you got to appreciate each girl's different qualities. And Chandler's like, really? <laughs> no, I do no. three things. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. These, oh. uh, these mad sips get very interesting. See, I'm trying to already start <laughs> using it. Yeah. Incorporation. Yeah. Okay. So since you did two lists, I, that's why I was asking you about TV shows. Cause I was trying to figure out which, ah. 
ultimately I just went with friends. So we each have a top five of, you know, whatever. And then I have a top five of friends and you have a top five of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. So this is your first time here. We don't know Mm -hmm. each other very well. So this is just going to be a shot in the dark, but you need to make a guess of how many you think we'll have in common. So keep in mind, we're each going to have 10 choices. So that switches it up a little bit. Um, I, I, I have a feeling that we'll have one in common. I know we'll have one in common with one that's on my, my TV list. Okay. But I think this one will honestly be on your friends list. Okay. Um, possible giveaway. When it comes to my Brooklyn nine, nine list, I have a feeling that we're going to have a lot in common. Yeah. I ha- I, I want to say three minimum from that list we'll have in common. Okay. Well, well yeah, so I, I think with the overlap, we're going to have a few in common. Um, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there's so many, there's so many good ones on all of them. Um, so I, I have a very long list, but ultimately I, and I kept it pretty current. I went back a little bit on one, but really not very far. So the oldest one on my list is honestly from friends. Okay. I believe my oldest one is a little older than that, but it is still a must-see TV Thursday night show. So, all right. So let's start with the, just the regular list first, and I will let you start. What's your number five? Do you like Star Wars? Because I I like Star Wars. And so does James Earl Jones in the Big Bang Uh, Theory. Yes. Yes. He was so good. He was so good. He was just a giant child and like, it was so amazing just seeing him just be with Sheldon for that entire, for that episode and just have all of the goofy childish fun that they had together. I fucking loved it. They were very adorable. That one is on my long list. Good. Good. Okay. Well, there's, there's one that we have in common then. Yeah. (laughs) I I love that one. Um, I love the big bang theory too. So. And I just also, I just love James Earl Jones too. Just like not yeah. only as Darth Vader, obviously, like I know your, your friend Casey loves Darth Vader, right? Yes. <laughs> and like, not only from that, but like, honestly, to, to bring it back to the topic that we're talking about with Mortal Kombat too, is, you know, Sandlot's in the running for best sports movie that we're talking yeah. about right now. And Earl, James Earl Jones in the Sandlot, holy shit, he was amazing. Like he, he played the blind dude and like the owner of Hercules, the, the beast. Right. And oh mm-hmm. God, he's just so good in everything that he does. So like, I had to like, I honestly, I almost didn't even put him on my list because I was, I was just struggling to think I was like, okay, there's so many TV guest stars. So I Googled yeah, TV so guest many. stars. Me too. Right? And then I was like, holy shit. How did I forget about this one? Like this one was just yep. so fucking good. Yeah. James Earl Jones is epic at everything. Um, yeah. Fun fact. I have met him. What? I I, I sip. Yes. <laughs> I very vaguely remember it because I was very young. Um, but when my dad was in the military, there was a movie being filmed in our area. And part of it was at the army base. Um, so I got to meet James Earl Jones, James Kahn, and somebody else. I, my dad was an extra in the movie. That's why. That is so awesome. Um, so I wish I remembered it better. And especially with James Kahn too. Like I would love to remember meeting those people but still fun that is so cool yeah like hey you met vader you met mufasa right i'm like mufasa oh so perfect and don't even get me started on coming to america my god oh my god (laughs) oh that is such a good movie king jaffe jaffer yeah he's incredible 
I, I'm not looking forward to the time when we lose him. I'm going to be very, very sad. And the worst part is that like, it's sooner than later, unfortunately. Right. Like, uh, we need to start protecting him in the same bubble as like Betty White and Stephen King. Yeah. Like, like how, how is Betty White still alive? I love the fact that she is, she's a treasure, but good, yeah. good for you, girl. Yeah. Keep and she's up, still kicking. <laughs> yes. I love have it. You, have you seen those Instagram posts that it's just like uh, a picture of Betty White? It's like, I'm not dead. I'm just posting this to let you guys just to remind you I'm still alive, bitches. <laughs> no, and like, oh, it's so good. Like, cause you see all of these, like, you know, post with an elderly celebrity and you're just like, oh, they've, they've recently passed away. Like, um, right. who was it? The dude who played, uh, Omar from the wire. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Today. Um, and that like that, that sucks, but like, and then you just, you keep scrolling and then you see Betty White, like I'm still here bitches. And it's like, yes, Betty, thank you so much for the levity. I needed. But it gives me, it also gives me stress whenever I see, anytime I see Betty White's name pop up anywhere on the internet, I, That's my true. heart, my heart skips a beat. So I'm like, God, please, know. God, no. Betty White. Oh, what is it? Wore a wonderful dress. Yeah, she did. Thank God. Yeah, she did. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, that's a really good choice. And I love that episode. So yeah. What do awesome. you have for your number five? Okay, well, you're not going to have this one because you do not watch this show. Although, okay. like I said, you need to reconsider that choice. Um, but mine is from season seven, episode five of the office, Mm -hmm. Timothy Oliphant as Danny Cordray. I do love me some Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Um, real good. Yeah. Love him. Love him. I just, my issue is with the office. Yeah. It, it's a little weird to get into, but honestly, by season two, I feel like, I I don't know. See, it's not for everybody. I, I, I didn't watch it when it was first on and most like comedically present. Um, and that I think is, is the big falling off point with me. Cause I, I rewatched it. Or I started watching it for Moral Combat because we were talking about best sitcom in the nineties. Yeah. And, um, and the office was a part of that. And I don't oh know. Was it from the nineties? The two thousands. 2000 well, yes yeah no it was, yeah, it was a sitcom showdown from the 2000s from 2000 to 2009 and and yeah and I I, I started watching it and like in the mindset that I would have had when that show was first on I would have loved it 100 percent yeah but now in like the when I watched it in 2020 I'm like I have a whole different like viewpoint on the world different mindset on everything yeah. like it's totally different like there are, don't, don't get me wrong there's still very funny qualities about the show like there are like clips I see on Instagram that are fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I love like, it. I watched one right before this where like Jim finally asked Pam out on a dinner date and they're both single. And like, she like, she's like, what's the question again? Yeah. You know? oh. I'm like, it's good. It's a good show. But like, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. And then I just had to stop watching it because I couldn't get into it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I rewatched it um, actually last year in 2020 because my husband had never seen it all the way through, or maybe it was in 2019. It was before it left Netflix. And I was like, well, we're going to watch it while it's still on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I, anytime the office is on, I can watch it. It's just good background noise too. But um, okay. So, so Danny Cordray is yes. a traveling salesman for a rival paper company and mm. <laughs> he's very sexy, like obviously. So oh, yeah. Um, he steals a client from, from, um, Dwight or Jim, one of them. So Dwight, Jim and Michael decide to kind of like set up a sting to steal his sales tax tactics. Um, so they're, they're trying to like trick him. And then all the women are just like super, you know, attracted to him. And, um, anyway, 
it's really good. It's really funny. He's, you know, he's very witty and clever and obviously easy on the eyes. If I haven't I mean, said yeah. that already, <laughs> how, how can you not be attracted to Timothy? Olyphant? The dude, I mean, like, he's like, he's just, he's just sploosh. You know? even, like, e- even in that diehard movie where he's a complete asshole. I'm like, he's yeah. so cute. He's so cute. Yeah. And um, wasn't he in the Mandalorian too? I have not seen the Mandalorian. Oh my gosh. I'm I know. Fairly. So- oh, you need to, that is a show that is amazing, but no, he, he, he's in the Mandalorian and like, He's like a great salt and peppered, gray haired, sexy cowboy yeah. in space. And I'm all about, oh God, like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. And uh, Santa Clarita diet is amazing. Oh, in yeah. That. God, Thank I love that show. That was funny because that was when I first started um, following Mortal Kombat. I saw the um, the shows about the canceled too soon. And I was like, uh, mm. Santa Clarita diet got to be number one. And whoever replied to me, I guess it was Matt, was like, yeah, it was on the list, but it didn't make it this far. I was like, what? It was, it, honestly, it was on my personal list, too. Like, that, like, I watched the first two seasons of that with my wife, and, like, we fucking loved that yeah. show. Like, Netflix could afford to at least give us, like, an hour and a half movie where we get some kind of closure. Fuck those yeah, guys. like, you guys made plenty of money off of that fucking show. Come on. Yeah, I mean, Netflix can save Manifest and whoever NBC saved Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know Netflix can afford to at least give us some closure on, yeah. you know. And honestly, Netflix or Hulu should have picked up Brooklyn Nine-Nine in my personal opinion. But also, I understand that it's a different time in the in the world and cop shows aren't like the most funny. And I get I get the cancellation of it as well, but I'm still a little bitter. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I will say though, in in the what was it? I was like episode two or three, whatever episode it was, where um, Rosa, where where they're talking about the dirty cops and like, you know, um, they're. Have you watched it yet? Are you like caught up on it? Are you talking about the new season? Yeah, the new season. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm all caught up. Yeah, like I, mean, I loved. When, yeah, I love that episode. I love how they addressed it and like you know really tried to hold people accountable, but still kept it funny because I was really wondering how they were gonna. I approach. think that they've done a very good job of how gingerly they need to approach the situation, but they've also like, they've done a very good job tiptoeing where they need to tiptoe, but also dropping the comedy hammer when they need to drop that, because that is, that, that is the, the, the importance of comedy writing is it's all yeah. timing. And if you can do it well, which I think so far they have, and they've, they've done it in a very appropriate manner where like, they're not overly funny when they don't need to be. They can right. be, but they're not. And so far, I've, I've been really digging the new season. Me too. I, I got teary-eyed on that episode. And I love that, you know, I love how Andy Samberg portrays Jake. Like he's he's really funny and like this and that, but he's also really vulnerable. And when he's like making these realizations, he does a really good job of like, yeah. wow, I never thought of it that way before. Like, it's really cool. He, he does a good job of encompassing the human experience when it comes to that kind of stuff. When realizing that you're not wrong and swallowing your pride. Yeah. I realize that you're not right, I should say. Sorry. I know. And you swallowing <laughs> your pride. And like, he, he does a great job in that. And like, it's, it's really fun. That's one of the things I love about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, it is my repeat show. Yeah. Um, it's my background noise show all the time. Like, I just restarted watching it. I was like, seriously, again? Like, yeah, I, I just finished. So next is I, <laughs> I watch it again and i fucking love it it's so good. yeah oh, it God, is I love that show. i'm about to restart it too so there you go good call okay well let's <laughs> oh my gosh i'm sorry sorry everybody i'm trying to i'm getting over bronchitis 
like a oh, month snap. ago and I cannot stop coughing and it's driving me insane. So I keep trying to mute myself, but sometimes like talking makes it worse. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on to your number four. Okay. So my number four is another iconic person um, who the thing that I love about this person's appearance in this show is that it ties into another, not appearance, but a story that was told about this person in another show that I love. Oh. And it is Prince and his, his, his guest star in Good Girl. Um, and one of the things that I absolutely Wait, love about this. New Girl? Yes. Oh, sorry. New Girl. Oh, okay. I, I was like, why I, I, you're Good okay. Girl. I was thinking about Good, Good Girls, the other TV show with Christina Hendricks. But <laughs> sorry. But yes, Prince in, in New yes. Girl. New Girl with sorry. Jessica Day and Zoe Deschanel. Or as yes. Zoe Deschanel. But it's, it's so good because one of my favorite things about this, this particular appearance of Prince is that he serves Jessica Day and her friends pancakes after playing ping pong. <laughs> and it ties back to the Charlie Murphy's Real Hollywood Stories from Chappelle's show when Charlie Murphy tells the story about him and Eddie Murphy going to Prince's house and getting beaten at, by him and the revolution at basketball. And afterwards, <laughs> he served them pancakes. And he serves Jessica Day pancakes in New Girl. And it just, it's perfect. Be- and also the fact that, yes, Jessica and, and Cece are obsessed with Prince, you know, from childhood. And it's this big, huge hero realization too. But honestly, like Prince, like his role in this was so perfect. Like he was just yeah. so calm and collected the entire time. And like, was just so cool. It was so He Prince. was so cool. Yeah. So Prince. That, that one is also on my long list. Didn't make my top five, but yeah. I didn't know that other part of the story though. That's really interesting. Yeah. So if you, if you've watched it, it's on, I think it's uh, on HBO max. I don't know. It's on Netflix. Watch it on Netflix, please. Don't watch it anywhere else. Uh, but Chappelle show. Um, I, I don't know which season it is. It's either one or two, but okay. Charlie Murphy, who is the older brother of Eddie Murphy. Um, he was on Chappelle show at like, he's, he was on an actor as an extra and like, he was just part of the crew. And so like Dave Chappelle would, Hey, Charlie, tell me some stories. And there was an right. ongoing segment where Charlie Murphy tells stories about the party days with Eddie Murphy and all the celebrities that he got into. And there was a Rick James story. There was, there oh, was God. a Prince story. Rick James was hilarious. And like, and Rick James is a part of the reenactment, like the real Rick James before That's he passed awesome. away. So it's even better. And then also they had a story about Prince and how, uh, how they ended up going back to Prince's house and playing basketball and, them and then Prince and his friends just completely serving Charlie Murphy and his friends in <laughs> basketball while wearing blouses and then <laughs> served them pancakes afterwards. I love that. I, I've seen Chappelle's show a lot. I haven't seen all of it. It's obviously fucking hilarious. So I just cool. have not seen the whole thing, but yeah, I love Prince. I when he died, I was upset for like three days. I was just like <laughs> Which I know sounds stupid because it's like we don't know these people, but his music has just meant like so much to me. And like, no, I get that. Yeah, I one hundred percent. When when Joey Jordison died recently, he was the the original drummer for the band Slipknot. Yeah. Um, I heard that. Th- that hurt me. That yeah. like, I before him dying, I hadn't been affected by a celebrity death, but like in college, I was a drummer. I would listen to Slipknot as inspiration. Joey was my inspiration. I was Joey for Aww. Halloween one year. Like he was, he was my drumming hero. And when, when he passed away, it, that was like the one time that it actually like took a toll on me and like, yeah. I actually cried over it, which Aww. is, yeah, I don't do that for celebrity deaths. typically. 
I cried hard over Prince. I watched Purple Rain and I was sobbing and I have the album on vinyl. I listened to it just like, I mean, it's, that's probably one of my like all time favorite movie soundtracks. I can listen to the entire thing, not skip a song. Like right. every song is just that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, I have like an original, original Purple Rain vinyl from like the eighties. So it's, it's kind of torn cool. up, but yeah, I love it. So but it's priceless. Yeah, that's a that is a great episode though, and yeah, Prince was just, uh, incredible. He's so cool and like funny, but not like in your face funny. Yeah, absolutely. It's very sly. He's yeah. he's very yeah he's it's he's so cool about being funny. You don't realize he's being funny until like wait a minute that was fucking hilarious, <laughs> right? And you don't realize until like two minutes after. Yeah. Definitely. Well, good choice. I'm glad uh, I had that one too. So yeah, good, good. What is is your number four? So my number four is from another show that's in my like top five favorite shows of all time. So friends, obviously the office, Mm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's in my top five too. This one is probably like after friends, probably my favorite show ever. So this is from season three of how I met your mother episode 16 sandcastles in the sand and it is james james vanderbeek as simon (laughs) i mean james vanderbeek is just he's so fucking funny did you ever watch um the be in apartment 23 no i haven't Uh, i've wanted to because i do i do like uh christina ricci is christina ricci in that one right um no it's um um, the girl who played uh jess jones shoot it's like right on the tip of my tongue. I can't um, think of her, but Kristen but, Jones, Kristen Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. That shows hilarious. And no, James Kristen Vander- Ritter. There it is. Kristen Ritter. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't remember, um, but that but show yeah. was really funny. It, you know, was canceled and all that stuff, but yeah, James Vanderbeek is on there um, as himself and it's just hilarious. Um but Simon, so Simon on How I Met Your Mother, um, you know, we've got Robin Sparkles and her long lost love from Canada. And she's just going on and on about, you know, she's all dressed up and hot, ready to see him again after all these years. And he comes in and he's got this half bald mullet. He's fat in these nasty old clothes and has just gone nowhere with his life and still somehow manages to make Robin feel like she's not good enough for him. Just... <laughs> Damn. And then oh, you get that whole sandcastles in the sand video. My God. <laughs> yeah. And also like, I think the best part about this is that like how, how just garage band boy, this guy still is yeah. all these years later. Like he's just like, Oh yeah. You're on the news now. Hey babe, how about you play our new demo? Like <laughs> this is the news. That was perfect. <laughs> You can't play the the foreskins on the news, Simon. <laughs> like it's not cool. But to be fair, a lot of animals got adopted after that segment because <laughs> they thought they were going to murder the puppies. <laughs> oh my Wasn't god! Song it's called, so like, funny. Puppy murder or something? Yeah, like that something too? like that. Like, oh god! It was so oh Simon. And I just couldn't believe how obsessed with him Robin was. It was just like yeah. And if it wasn't for Louise Marsh getting that new jacuzzi, like they could have been together. <laughs> jacuzzi, <laughs> fuck Louise Marsh. But of course, yeah. without the appearance of Simon, we don't get Robin and Barney hooking up. So I guess I'll thank him for that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I have to say, so I love How I Met Your Mother. 
the whole revelation of Robin Sparkles and the Let's Go to the Mall music video. <laughs> I have watched that no less than a hundred times. It's oh, one absolutely. of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. But like, if it's 1993, why does it look like the 80s? She's just like, the 90s didn't come to Canada until like 82. <laughs> or the 80s, uh, yeah, you know, I did it backwards, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Canada, Canada is about 10 years behind. No, no, no big deal. Is that the robot? <laughs> Yeah, oh, the that. Robins. Every time I go to the mall, which is not often, but like when I go to the mall, oh yeah, yep. I absolutely sing. Let's go to the mall, everybody. In fact, same at my friend's bachelor party. What three weekends ago? Uh, I we, we were like we Fletch Fest twenty twenty one hashtag. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> we we went to go get lunch the first morning in the city. We were all super hungover. And I was like, where do you want to go? Well, let's go to the mall. Okay, let's go to the mall, everybody. And we absolutely played that song before we left. Just to be clear, you want everyone to go to the mall today? Today. We go uh, to the mall right now. Such a good song. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I love that. So yeah, James Vanderbeek, I love him. He was really, really good as Simon. And, you know. He was. That's a good pick. That's a good number four. Thanks. Thanks. All right. What's your number three? Well, my number three uh, just so happens to be also from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, later on in in the uh, in the season or in the in the series, I should say. Uh, but this is the story of when Marshall is is trying to uh, get Marvin to sleep on the train or stay asleep on the train, and he has to talk in rhyming the entire time. <laughs> and out of nowhere comes this total stranger, aka. Lynn Manuel Miranda yep. as the train rapper in <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. Oh, such a good one. God, like so. This is I, I. I've I've loved How I Met Your Mother since before I've loved TV. Really, like nice. I like. Don't get me wrong. I've I've liked TV as a kid, but like I'd never like gotten into a show and like related to a show until How I Met Your Mother because like going through college, like. I always, I always thought I was the Ted. And then when I was right. in a relationship, I was the, I was the Marshall. When I was single, I could be the Barney sometimes, you know, like that it, it, I could relate to it on so many different levels in college that I fell in love with it. And then, you know, as I started to grow up, so did I, and all those things, all of those things happened. And I didn't know who Lin-Manuel Miranda was when right. I first saw this scene. I don't think I, I did either. I don't think a lot of people did which yeah. is a shame. But honestly, I found out about Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, through a D&D podcast that my oh, brother wow. and I listened to called The Adventure Zone. And Lin-Manuel Miranda does a guest spot as like a, a special, like uh, exclusive content campaign that they did. And it was so good. And then my brother's like, yeah, like they're actually good friends with him. And like, he's the dude who wrote Hamilton. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Take a couple steps back now he wrote Hamilton and then, and then Disney plus came out with Hamilton. So I can actually mm -hmm. see it because until then I was too poor to see Hamilton. Yeah. Um, thank you. Disney plus so much for that treat. Yes. By the way. And it was so good. And then, like, Oh my, oh my God. God, I'm and obsessed. Then, and you know, also on top of that, he's in Brooklyn nine, nine. Yes. David Santiago, his name's <laughs> David, which is I, you know, me, my name is David too. Gotta <laughs> love that. But him as, you know, he's just like Marshall, in the scene in How I Met Your Mother, Marshall's trying to like come up with a word that rhymes with like, I think it was orange. And then Lynn Manuel oh, yeah. is just like, just like spitting wicked <laughs> He's hot. He's so fire. talented. So good. And oh God. And like he just takes over the entire scene, the entire train claps. And it's like, yes, he deserves that, ov that yeah. standing ovation 
I don't think there's anything that man is not good at. Like there's not. Just, I'm so obsessed with Hamilton and I'm so sad. I've never got to see it on stage. I really want to, but I, so they're doing it here in Texas. Um, okay. And, but the cheapest tickets are like $500. I know I would pay that to see the original cast, but not to, yeah. you know, like if like I'm seeing just, like the, the Broadway, New York Broadway cast 500 easy. Unless you guarantee me that these people were taught there were direct understudies for the original <laughs> New York Broadway cast. Right. I'm paying 500. Yeah. No kidding. I actually just bought the Hamilton soundtrack on vinyl. Um, so it came out whatever, a few years ago and right. uh, they don't make it anymore. And so of course it goes for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I found it on eBay. This one guy had like 10 of them and he was selling it for like 65 bucks. So I bought it and it's wow. a lot of money. It's four albums. It's in a fancy box. And I just think it's something it'll be nice to have. And I honestly think that's, that's a good purchase, right? There. I, like that, I didn't that's think good. it was that bad. My husband's like, no. you spent $70 on a record. And I'm like, well, it's four records. It's three hours of music. <laughs> yeah. First off, let's, let's, let's just check yeah. your criticism a little bit there, but it's four. Okay? Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Like I did not spend that much on one record, but yeah, it was worth it to me. Yeah. That's a good choice. Um, I, I kind of now wish I would have done my other top five is how I met your mother instead of friends. Cause I, I had a hard time. Oh, we can talk about friends still. I, I love friends. No, I will. I just, I'm kind of wishing I would have done like just five from how I met your mother because there's so many good guest appearances. Um, Another one is going to be making my list here shortly. So, well, my next one is from friends. So, what what is uh? Yay! What is oh, so? I just did my number three. What's your yes. number three? My number three is this. So, this is going to be my oldest one, and it is from Will and Grace. Oh. The episode is titled "Bacon and Eggs." If that gives anything away, season five, episode two, and it's Kevin Bacon as himself. Oh, nice. The, this one, I is probably before anything else, like probably one of my favorite celebrity appearances on a show ever. It was just so funny to see Kevin Bacon be this like goofy, silly version of himself. Um, so have you ever, have you watched Will and Grace? I've watched bits and pieces of it. I haven't gotten like fully into it as a show, but okay. um, I, I've watched it like when it's, when it's on after a show that I've been watching on live TV, like if I'm still just sitting on the couch, it comes on and I watch it. Gotcha. So Jack, it's like a running thing that Jack is stalking Kevin Bacon. Um, so Kevin Bacon dis- is on this episode finally and decides to hire an assistant to help find his stalker and unbeknownst to him hires his own stalker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, Will and Jack are um, watching Kevin Bacon and he- uh, Kevin Bacon sees Will with binoculars and he assumes Will's his stalker. So he brings him to his apartment to like, you know, yell at him, or whatever. Well, once he gets him in the apartment, he Will finds out that Kevin Bacon does not want him to stop stalking him. He's like, no, I, I don't want my stalker to leave. That's the first sign that your career's going down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Jack, it's funny, Jack admits he's his stalker, but the best part of this is that they turn on Footloose and they all dance to it. Yes, good. <laughs> I was about to say, like, this, this, like, this has to have been post-Footloose. But like, oh, yeah. That, like, that is, that's perfect. Like, how can you not? That's a dream. That is exactly. everyone's dream. I don't care if you've not even seen Footloose. You know you want to dance with Kevin Bacon and maybe Kenny Loggins 
yeah yeah the song footloose like that's it so this was 2002 so yeah i i when i saw that kevin because at this point like will and grace was one of my favorite shows like i said it was on thursday night with friends and seinfeld was done by then i think maybe the office was on i can't remember but um yeah that's one of the greatest episodes ever kevin bacon that sounds just amazing playing the silly version of himself is just yeah because they're gonna leave he's like no no, no don't leave <laughs> like, I, need like, you to, I need you to keep stalking me <laughs> that also kind of like peels back the onion a little bit on celebrities because like some celebrities are 100 like that where they're just like no 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 yeah don't stop paying attention to me please exactly if you don't other people might so, exactly ugh. And it was just funny to hear him say that. No, that's the first sign that your career is like gone. It was when the stalkers leave. <laughs> like, okay, that, I never that, thought that of that. That kind of harkens back to like the to the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where Gina gets stabbed in the shoulder, <laughs> and she's like, "This means this is a sign that I made it." And and then apparently when they stop stabbing you or stalking you, that's when the sign that you've lost it. Yes, I was so sad that she left the show. I was too. I hope they bring her back in this. Well, they have two episodes to bring her back. I hope they give her one last hurrah. They better. They need to bring in Bruce Willis and and one more Gina Linetti. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was my oldest one though. That was from 2002. So um, yeah, you should you can look that up on YouTube too and just see that final scene where they're talking and then you see them dancing the Footloose. It's just and you know the studio audience went crazy too, which was also fun. Oh, I bet I bet the da- the audience was probably up in their up on their toes, fucking dancing to dancing <laughs> a storm up. I would have been. I who wouldn't have. All right. So your number two is from friends. Um, Number two. I actually, I actually, do you want to guess it? I do. That's what I was about to say. Can I guess it? Yes, please. Let's see. Trying to think. Man, I don't know. There's so many and I don't know. Can I give you a hint? Yes. I'm a really neat guy. (laughs) Yes. Bruce Willis. Okay. Bruce Willis. I too am a neat guy. I too am a neat guy. (laughs) (laughs) yes oh my god yes it's funny because i just mentioned him um in 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 what they should do with brooklyn 99 i still believe that 100 uh they need to bring back they need to bring on bruce willis for brooklyn 99 but yes bruce willis as the father of of one of ross's girlfriends (laughs) and also rachel's boyfriend yes Uh, and he's a hunk of hook of love machine (laughs) (laughs) it's just so good like it's so cool to see Bruce Willis out of his usual tough guy, heroic, you know, John yeah. McClane shell that you're used to, especially around those times. This is mid diehard craze too. Like, Oh, I is... hear a baby. Oh yeah. She woke up. <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like, it's, it's so cool to see the other side of him of not the super serious action hero guy. He's just like a vulnerable single divorcee and like, just trying to get out there, you know, and get some Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I do like at the beginning before she gets him to open up and it's like 17 hours of him crying, but he's oh like, God, yeah. he's so cool. And he's got like this, these zingers, like he's so yeah. like with Ross, it's just like, I love when they go out to dinner and Rachel comes back from, he's like, you guys were married or he goes, you were married. She's like, yeah, but we were drunk in Vegas. I didn't mean anything. And she was like, oh, you were talking about Emily. He was really talking about. Yeah. And it's like, wait, you were married to, oh God, the real, the, the scene by scene on that realization on his face yes. is so fucking good. And <laughs> got, oh, got any God. more wives, Ross? <laughs> and I, like, it's so funny just cause like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, me and my father-in-law have a very good relationship, but like that is like the 
the quintessential father-in-law relationship. Don't get me wrong. I know they're not oh, yeah. married, but like you have to meet your girlfriend's dad. And like instantly he's going to be like, oh, you just want my daughter for her body and, and, right. and sex and blah, blah, blah. And then like, and that's the exact, that's the exact like front that he puts on. And it's very true because that's what any father would do. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you see that wall come down later on in the episode <laughs> after he's cried a thousand tears with Rachel and <laughs> what about the little dude i don't care about the little dude oh my god i, I love what she's like oh uh, the only person that should listen to this is a therapist because they make a hundred dollars an hour you know how much money i could have made listening to you three thousand dollars you know i figured that out while you were talking <laughs> sorry i know friends way too well <laughs> oh good that was, that was a good rachel though yeah bruce willis um is on my I didn't put any friends in my regular top five because my other one is all friends, but he's definitely yeah. on there. Just that uh, one. I just, I just loved his the, also like the, the scene where Ross casually threatens him too. <laughs> and he realizes like, Oh shit, he's tra- he's blackmailing me right now. And he's just like, yeah, you guys have a good time. Okay. Bye. <laughs> we have more in common than you think. <laughs> I, I too, too am have a neat guy. guy. <laughs> I do. I'm just a love machine. (laughs) That's so funny. Yes, I love it. Good one. All right. Well, so my number two is definitely going to be on your other list. Um, Okay. And it is Sir Lynn Manuel Miranda as David on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, the golden boy, the golden child. It is just oh my god, he's so funny (laughs) and perfect. Such a good episode. I watched it today actually because I wanted I hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah. He's just I love when he, they bail him out of jail and he's like, Yeah, I'm addicted to cocaine and blah blah blah. And they get in the car and he's like, just kidding, I'm being set up. Yeah, like, okay, drop the act. And like he the best part about that particular scene is like he assumed that they were also acting, but everyone's just right. like Amy and Jake were both like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like, we need help. We need, do you want to go to Narcotics Anonymous? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, drop the act. And they're like, wait, what? What act? What act are you talking about? <laughs> so you're not addicted to cocaine? Like, no, I don't even drink so coffee. I respect my to body too much. You. <laughs> this is water. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh yeah, my I, gosh. And I love him in that, but I really love Amy in that too, because she's yes. so just like, I love her character. I, she just is so adorable to me, but I love how she's like so excited that he's in trouble. And it's, she's like, should I get my hair blown out? <laughs> yes. It's, and this and, is and I, love, I love picture. Jake's reaction to Amy's reaction because yeah. like there's that scene where Jake's just like, are you a bad person? <laughs> yeah. Like he's just realizing like, who did I marry? What the hell? Like, oh my gosh. But then he's like, yeah, but this is actually making me feel better about my family. So go yeah, ahead. exactly. 100%. Yeah. As it stood. So good. Yeah. And I, I, I think love that show. my favorite part about that when she's just like, I can't take all your bragging. And he's just like, we talking about bragging. I said, I speak a little Portuguese <laughs> when actually I'm fluent. Obrigado. And like, he like, even he throws in the jab in Portuguese, like saying, right. oh, for real and like or in reality or whatever the fuck it means and like and, and, but he's just like i didn't have to say i'm i speak a little okay like check yourself amy oh god it's so good and then they start arguing about who has worse allergies and jake's just like what <laughs> oh and then they and then they break into the dance battle and yeah. that's when it gets to level ground because <laughs> david likes to use his elbows <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> 
yeah he's uh he's epic and by this time i people knew who he was but uh, yes but still yeah he was he was really really good i I also really like the fact that gina referenced you know discovering quote-unquote hamilton like two seasons prior right when they had to do the holiday sing-off and she's like no i got hamilton tickets and then she comes back she's like i just discovered hamilton it's amazing and then all of a sudden the director and lead actor in hamilton is now a part of brooklyn 99 it's so good right well and i'm i'm assuming you probably know this but he was one of the celebrities that was like campaigning to get it like yes. not canceled so yes. he he had a big part in that which i think is awesome too cuz yeah on, i w- on both stints too when it when it got canceled from the original uh, when it was on fox originally fox. And then when it, then the more recent cancellation uh, this past year too, both times, he was a very huge advocate. I mean, this time I'm, you know, I'm still sad about it, but I'm okay with it. Like, I feel like it's run a pretty good course and I get like the social issues, but before I was like, okay, this show just started and people clearly like it because the outrage about it was, I signed so many online petitions for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You and me both. What? (laughs) Yeah, we were we were very bummed and then very happy when NBC picked it up. So yeah, I was I was so stoked when it got picked back up. And actually, like my uh, so apparently Andy Samberg's uh, when she w- when they were dating, his girlfriend lived in the area that I live in. Apparently, nice. And he apparently frequents or used to frequent. I don't know if they've moved recently, but um, a grocery store that my in laws work at and in, in my town so like I haven't I haven't stopped and like set up shop yet just to stake them out yet but um, <laughs> if I do I know the perfect song oh stake me out tonight <laughs> I don't want to let you go till we catch this guy <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> I love Andy Samberg like I've loved him since SNL and I just He's like so good. I mean I'm on a boat oh my god is just like the best thing ever the only times the only time i've ever had a cop called to my house was because we were in college i wasn't even at the house at the time i was driving home from like i don't from something but my roommates called me and said david the cops got called what do we do and they were apparently they were blasting i'm on a boat at full blast in the middle of a party and like we threw a lot of parties in college but like this is the only one the cops actually got called because everyone in our house was singing along to I'm on a boat. Yeah, and I love that song. The neighbors <laughs> called the cops and I was like, just tell everyone to shut the fuck up and leave. That's it. That's what you do. Yeah. And then once the cop gets there, you tell them that you told everyone to shut the fuck up and leave and then they'll leave. And then you tell them you were watching I'm on a boat and maybe yeah. they'll be okay with it. So- that, you want to see the video officer? It's really great. It's really <laughs> great. He's got a he's got a nautical themed Peshmina Afghan. Exactly. Fantastic. So, um, going uh, back to the one before that one, um, yes, I was at uh, we were at a New Year's Eve party uh, in 2009, mm-hmm. watching SNL, and we we saw this live, which is still like a great memory for me because so many people have seen it now, and it was just so much funnier live because you were like, "What the hell is going on?" And then what did he say? <laughs> Dick in a box. I will never forget seeing that live on SNL. Yes. It opens up and it's like, is this some kind of like color me bad, like rip off. Right. And then he's like, it's my dick in a box. And we, we all looked at each other. And we were like, what? <laughs> one of, one of my like, favorite. Can, can they, can they say that on live TV? Can they say that? <laughs> is that allowed? Well, they may have bleeped it out, but you still knew what he was saying. Like, yeah. 
Um, I actually have a, you know, the little like pop figures. Yes. I have have the Dick in a Box pop figure set. Nice. That's dope. I just got my most recent pop figure is the Bro Thor, which is the fat version of Thor. Nice. When he's super fat and playing a bunch of uh, Overwatch online. All right. Well, we are down to number one. What so do you my number have? one is from Brooklyn Nine Nine. He is okay. he is my number one on both my Brooklyn Nine Nine list and my TV list. Okay. And he, he's got a kind of a hard to spell name, but he plays some amazing guitar, and that is Malipnos. And oh. I love I love Malipnos because in he's in three entire scenes in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Three. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Just three. Very minimal screen presence, but God damn, does he, if he doesn't leave an impression, like Malipnos episode, I think it's two or three where, no, uh, I don't know, two, uh, I don't remember, maybe six. In season one, they're doing door duty, Amy and Jake, and they knock on his door and they, they're trying to, Hey, have you seen this man? They hand him a picture of the, uh, of the victim. And he's like, Oh, thank you. And he just takes it. And like before that, like they're asking, like, how do you spell your name? M L E Clay. I'm sorry. Did you just say clay? <laughs> yes. The clay is silent. That one line, the clay is silent is legendary throughout Brooklyn nine, nine fandom. Like the clay is yeah. silent anytime. <laughs> the clay is silent. On top of that, like it, then, then the next time that they see him, uh, he, what was it? He was, it was another, another door, you know, door to door duty interaction and he does his typical like awkward thing where he, no, oh, that was what it was. They, he invites them in and they listen to music together and they sing about a song that is about a dog losing its virginity in his home country of Krakagovia, <laughs> right? Like what the fuck? And then, and then the final time that we see Malipnos is in, in my opinion, one of the most important scenes in Brooklyn Nine-Nine history. And that is when Jake and Amy get married and Hitchcock and Scully save the day and they find Malipnos and then you know Malipnos to Jake I've I've never met you in my life I don't know you and then Amy's like hi Malipnos and then he's (laughs) I don't know you and but he plays like an angel and yeah he he is the guardian angel of this entire tv show in my opinion he shows up when he's needed when it's dire straits and he's just the perfect, the perfect side character, in my opinion. I fucking love Malignus. <laughs> You're exactly right. I didn't even, for some reason, didn't think about that. I, I feel like I know who you thought I was going to say. I, who? I think I know. I think you were, I think you thought I would say Doug Judy. Oh, no, but I love him too. <laughs> I do. I, he, he's on my other list. But um, yeah, I just, I just love the arc of Malignus. Like, yeah. So good. I think like my favorite recurring character, but that's not like a like a full like a recurring guest star was Pimento. I loved him. Pimento, yes. And I loved his relationship with Rosa. Like obviously, you know, she's a lesbian or, or she, no, she's, she's bi. bi right? now. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I loved how they almost got married. But first of all, that actor is just freaking hilarious. Um 100 percent Did you ever watch The League? Yes. I Rafi. loved him. <laughs> El Cunado. I so, <laughs> love the league, but yeah, he was probably like my favorite kind of recurring once in a while character. Yes. Um, 
and yeah, Doug Judy. <laughs> he he is on he is on my Brooklyn Nine Nine list as well. I actually so my Brooklyn Nine Nine list I couldn't whittle it down to just five. Gotcha. Because it's impossible to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with, with you. With, with like any TV show, like like there's so many ties, you know. And he was on my he was on my long list for sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm with you. Like like just Friends and How I Met Your Mother alone, I could have done so many um right like friends alone had like 30 different epic. amazing guest stars yes i met your mother right there with it and same with with brooklyn 99 even yeah it's not as long running of a show you know like it's no but amazing. they've had some really good guest stars they have um i liked when i guess we could get to it when you when you do your list but i don't know if he's on yours but i loved danny trejo as rose's dad he was yeah he's also he's on my Brooklyn Nine-Nine okay gotcha okay well we'll get there then (laughs) all right so my number one is another one from How I Met Your Mother would you like to take a guess um there are so many that are good to choose from a musical performer and then I want to say Britney Spears yes (laughs) okay good because her as Abby oh my god is so good (laughs) just I one of my favorite, just the two episodes that she's in, especially the one, the second one where she's with Barney. Like, so my husband and yes. I all the time, we, because of that, she's like, she's like, your hair looks so good. It looks so good and awesome. <laughs> she's like, I miss you, Ted. <laughs> she does so funny. He's so lame. He's so lame and awesome. So lame and That's awesome. What, we say that all the time. He's just like, add on and awesomes. Yes. Like, well, we just say lame and awesome. Like, oh, it's so lame. It's so lame and awesome. And then she's like, when they get engaged, it's like, uh, stressful population me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just, oh she gosh. nailed that. Like, she did. Also, um, hashtag free Britney still. Like, please, God. God yes. So. Like, leave that woman alone that that to me too is part of the whole you know controlling women stuff like that would never happen to a man right and no, sorry I, I don't mean it like in a bad way but she didn't go 100 correct she didn't go like boil someone's bunny rabbit crazy she shaved her head and made a few bad sexual decisions but like right she didn't I mean, you know how many times I've shaved my head and made bad <laughs> sexual decisions in my lifetime? Yeah, I've never shaved my four. head, but let's not go there. <laughs> four times. The I combination mean, of the two. I've made bad sexual decisions independently of shaving my head from time to time. But Okay, good. I, that would be a weird combo. Like, did you make <laughs> the bad sexual decision first and then shave your head as like sexual remorse? Or was it like a It was a case by case thing. basis, if I'm okay, being honest. Okay, okay. If the head shaving was like foreplay, then I, you know, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Not, not trying to yuck your young. Yeah, whatever floats your boat there. Never <laughs> twist your knickers. Um, yeah. But yeah, Britney Spears as Abby, probably one of my favorite just characters, portrayals. Like she did that so perfectly. I could not have imagined anybody else playing Abby. Like it was just, she yeah, was awesome. I, can, I agree with that 100%. Like honestly, the only other person who I could see possibly playing Abby would be Katy Perry, but too late. Yes. She was already, a, a, she was already a guest star on the show. So can't do that. I was about to say Katy Perry nailed that one too. <laughs> oh, <did>. honey. Oh, <laughs> honey. So oh, hilarious. Yeah. That she, she was very ditzy and like, whatever, but I love that Abby was like, you know, 
you could tell she was psycho, but she was so like endearing too that you didn't want to like hate her. Yeah, she was like she was so on your side that yeah, you're cool until she's not on your side anymore, and then the claws come out, yeah. and that's that. You don't want to see that side. We're trying to show Ted how lame he is. <laughs> yeah, but you're not supposed to say it. <laughs> Like your hair looks awesome. <laughs> like lame, awesome. <laughs> so good. All oh right. Gosh. Well, uh, do you want to just like run through your Brooklyn Nine Nine list, and then I'll run through my uh, friends yeah. list. Yeah, All right. Sure. So um, do it. So Danny Trejo, obviously, as yes. as Mr. Diaz, America's favorite father. Uh. <laughs> Although we never got to hear that in the show, which I'm still sad about, but. Um, one of the other ones on my list he does and honestly like I didn't I don't know if you watched the mass singer at all but uh uh, well you should and that's all I'll say about that it's a good it's a good time threw me through a fucking loop Um, but my other so my others on the list are Patton Oswald as Marshall Boone yes uh, because I, I just loved him because he had that breakthrough and also like I feel like Pat Nozzle was the perfect character to play just like a dopey fire marshal. And yeah. also fire marshal Boone is named after one of the producers on the show named Marshall Boone. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, the next person on my list was not acting. He was playing himself. It was Marshawn Lynch as Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> uh, and I just loved the fact that he was not, the typical Marshawn Lynch, this, the guy eating Skittles and saying, I'm just here so I don't get fined, boss. Like, he was so talkative and talking about <laughs> his pizza dilla and his pico de gallo and like, oh, it, and his faux cheese. Like, oh, <laughs> it was just so good. Marshawn Lynch is so perfect and made Rosa so uncomfortable. It was so Yeah, good. that's really funny. Um, the, so the next one on my list was, was Kid Cuddy uh, as uh, Whitman in, I don't remember it was one of the first epi- like first season episodes but um okay. jacob whitman or justin whitman he 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 was a, a jewelry thief who peralta had um had busted like years ago right and then the g- guy stole some jewels at the same mo peralta runs into him on the street and kid cuddy makes the joke saying oh it's not jake peralta it's joke peralta and then peralta <laughs> gets all upset and, and arrests him and then, then, but he arrests him without evidence. So they only have 48 hours to process him. So it's like a ticking clock situation. And Kid Cudi is one of my favorite. I, I love him as an artist. Me but too. also he's a really good actor in this episode too. Um, I'll have to go back other, and watch that. I don't remember it. It's a really good one. He he jokes about buying Club Twerk and putting a statue of Jake Peralta <laughs> in the middle of it. And Peralta's like, that's a terrible punishment. I would love to have a statue of myself in the middle of a dance club. That would be awesome because uh, it would who yeah it's like, like you just have a bunch of just sweaty sexy people just dancing upon you on a I totally thing. dig that you know, that's <laughs> that's a good time to me uh my next up was uh the episode titled the box with sterling k brown yes he was honestly almost my number one all time as well for this episode because oh damn oh damn oh damn that's three oh damn yes <laughs> it was so good and like he was so smart and meticulous and he played his role so perfectly he is and perfection he is he's like not only on the fact that he's just a gorgeous human being but like 
god damn it is he not a great actor as well yes he is and in especially in this role it's a very small role but it's so important and he takes over the entire thing just by staying silent right or or, or just or just making some like good jokes about jake's dental habits you know like it's so good yeah like yeah he didn't have to really do anything um i i love him obviously uh, this is us an amazing show absolutely Um, and he's yeah he's incredible that episode is really good that was it's honestly one of my favorite episodes of the entire series uh next up is of course craig robinson aka (laughs) the pontiac bandit aka pb aka doug judy (laughs) doug judy oh my god i love me some doug judy honestly yes only exception honestly is the most recent episode with doug judy yeah Um, i was kind of bummed out by that happy with that one as previous episodes but i was also kind of hoping we could see the wedding of doug judy and his federal judge catherine Mm -hmm. whoever whoever that may be right like i I just i've loved the story of doug judy the friendship between peralta and judy Mm -hmm. is stupid amazing hilarious uh heartfelt and genuine but also heartbreaking every single goddamn time like no matter what there's always a twist i know that recent one bugged me out it did it really i like but also like the ending was kind of like okay peralta okay yeah it up a little bit okay (laughs) but we'll see i i'm i'm very excited to i hope there is some kind of I know there's probably not going to be, but I would be a-okay if there was a Doug Judy spinoff from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm, that would be cool. That could be interesting. And then, I of love course, Craig Robinson. One, he's, he's so good. And honestly, did you know that he actually does have, uh, he has a band called, oh, fuck, I don't remember the name, but they do have a song called Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's like the Inappropriate Thoughts or something like that. I don't know what the name of the band is. but It like, sounds better with the guitar. <laughs> But like it's so oh god like he actually he like goes out on tour and like performs that song and That's like he awesome. sings like Rosa Rosa Rosa. <laughs> what about so what is what is your friends list? Well, um, so real quick, I w- was just gonna say a couple of my other Brooklyn Nine Nine ones that you didn't Ooh, name. Yes. Um, uh, Nick Kroll when yes. he is um what is his name he's that he's the homeland jo- security the guy. guy yeah uh, but from homeland <laughs> but he yeah he's just he's so he's so mean to jake just like antagonizing him but i also love nick kroll i think again from the league and he's yes. just a good actor i love him uh, um, absolutely and then ed helms which maybe because of course he was yes. coming off the office but jake danger <laughs> actually it's pronounced donker, donker. <laughs> It means, it means prudence in financial matters. <laughs> he was like, oh, Jake Donger. That's cool, too. <laughs> uh, he's so, he was the lamest federal agent ever. Because yes. didn't he work enough. for like USPS or something? He worked for USPS. First off, the organization the organization is called USPS. That USPS. is not a good name. Hey, no. what do you guys do? Oh, USPS. That's USPS. all you do. Okay, cool. Not that a good sounds name. fun. <laughs> that's what you're into. Ed Helms is another one of those actors that I just really love. I think he's really good in everything he does. Yes. So, um, yeah. Okay. So my friends list, uh, just like probably Brooklyn Nine-Nine was for you. This was really hard for me, but mm. number five, 
Danny DeVito from <laughs> when from he's the, the stripper, stripper. <laughs> the one where yes. the stripper cries <laughs> he's oh officer God. hot body <laughs> or good body officer With good the body long arm of the law <laughs> <laughs> oh he's so and, by the way i know we don't have cameras on yes i did do the Thank long you. arm motion in person i actually pictured you doing it so we didn't I even did. need the camera <laughs> yeah <laughs> did someone call for the long arm of the law he was so perfect and then he starts crying and yeah (laughs) just amazing the part about the episode that makes me mad is that how did monica and rachel not know phoebe would want a dirty bachelorette party right it's phoebe (laughs) it's phoebe yeah it's like like she's the dirt like she's the kinkiest of all three of them like a tea party this this is really it it's just tea okay (laughs) Like um yeah no. just they they don't know her at all okay number four is susan sarandon as jessica lockhart uh joey's co-star in days of our lives yes oh my gosh yes i i love when rachel and monica are like, will you please just slap me and she's like i would but my lawyer said i can't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, very cool and then number three bruce willis as paul i mean yeah neat guy <laughs> the neat guy love him two and one are pretty close um but i'm gonna put number two as brad pitt okay yes he was he was very close to making it onto my tv list in general yeah that that whole episode is just amazing um yes the one with the rumor and you know i love that jennifer aniston and brad pitt were married but they still had on the on screen it was like this they hate each other relationship um but he was just perfect he was so perfect in that role (laughs) I mean, just the neurotic and like, you know, he's like, give me a cookie. He's like, no, Will, no. He, I, I love that because like <laughs> the fact that they were married in real life when they were filming that, like the best part about filming that those scenes is like all you have to do as a husband is picture all the times that you're <laughs> or as a wife that your husband or wife has like not change the toilet paper yep. or like left the paper towel roll out or didn't take out the garbage when it was full. Like there's so many things that you can be like the one thing that just sends you over the edge and you're just like, yep. Oh motherfucker. I'm going <laughs> to, that's, you need to think of that. And your motivation is there. Yeah. And, and they did perfect. It was spot on. Like, also, so Rachel does, does whatever she wants in Rachel land. <laughs> and since we don't have the camera you don't know that i did the little hair flip <laughs> <laughs> no i saw it i saw it in my mind yes you knocked her up but you're not gonna marry her <laughs> dude <laughs> yes and then and then phoebe just <laughs> okay and she has a <laughs> okay we'll just take off your shirt and tell us so funny. <laughs> when she sees him she's like wow and then she gives thumbs up, up to god <laughs> well done <laughs> That was a good episode. One of my, one of my favorites. Um, we did an episode of favorite friends holiday episodes, Ooh, and nice. that that one was on my list. That'll be good. That would be a good one. So my number can, one. Oh, can sorry. I make a guess at? I have two guesses for your number one. Okay. One one is Richard. No. Okay, and two is Pete. Oh yeah. They made the long list, but no, my number okay. one is that my number one's actually a woman. So would you like to re-guess? Uh Sandy Bullock. When is she on Friends? She was uh Miss Susie Underpants Moss, that's, I think. That's Julia name. Roberts. 
Oh fuck, you're right. God in damn your it. face. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> Susie you're right. Underpants. <laughs> no, but yes, another good that one. That was Julia Roberts. I'm yes. so sorry. It's I'm okay. embarrassed now. Oh god. It's okay. I'll I'll let it slide. Um, my number one is actually Christina Applegate. Oh, good. That's a good one. Uh, Amy as Rachel's sister, she yes. is just it's perfect. And I loved Reese Witherspoon as her sister, but Christina Applegate is just, she just nails that spoiled, just like you, you want to hate her. Like you do like in that Thanksgiving episode, I want to punch her in her face. Cause she's such a little bitch. Like, Every time. Wait, you guys die. And I don't get your baby. <laughs> like that episode is uh, again. Like, I that's feel- what you're thinking about is yourself. Yeah. Not the baby. Okay. She, you know, cool. it'd be great if you guys died. <laughs> And then I would get the baby and they're like, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's in two episodes and she definitely is like, you know, plays Amy really well. And that Thanksgiving episode is, um, it's called the one with Rachel's other sister is again, in my top five holiday episodes, such a good one. That is, yeah, that is a, that is a good pick. So thanks. Yeah. Um, so another one was John Lovitz. Um, he's in season oh, one. Yeah. tartlet tartlet the the one where uh i know i'm john lovitz was a good one too i one of my other favorite ones from friends was um jason uh the dude from from seinfeld whose name jason alexander jason alexander yes where he like where where phoebe saves his life right yes and like and she's just like trying to sell him toner or whatever (laughs) And she like comes down there and just like, yeah, just so at, like, literally saves the dude. It was amazing. That was such a good episode. Like, oh, it's so uplifting. <laughs> I know it's so cute. He's like, I've literally been talking about killing myself for twenty minutes and nobody's looked up. <laughs> yeah, that that was a really good one. Um, yeah. Robin Williams and Billy Crystal were really good, and they're like two and a half minutes oh, that they were on yes. there. Oh, love that. Um, Friends is just, I mean, Friends, Hi About Your Mother, Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Office, like. All these shows, New Girl. Um, Taylor Any Swift was on New Girl, I love. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Big Bang Theory. I actually had one um, when Michelle Obama was on Parks and Rec. It was really cute, but I haven't, a good one. I haven't watched that show all the way through. So that's a very solid show. To, uh, it that's, is. That's one of the ones that, like, it's it's also, you know, if you, if you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if you like The Office, it's another yeah. Michael Schur show, which is hard to say when you're intoxicated. <laughs> yes. Um, but I am so it's different. yeah uh, well and also that gives you um Nick Offerman when he's on Brooklyn yes, Nine-Nine that was gonna be on my list too actually <laughs> um because oh that was so good like so my, good. my favorite part of that was when Jake's like can you just stand there with your glorious beard for one moment and it's just <laughs> like thank you finally someone finally is paying respects to Nick Offerman's beard because yes. god damn it it is glorious it's incredible yeah I wonder if his wife likes it she Me- fucking Me- Megan Mullally. I'll bet she does. She, I'm, I, I feel like honestly, she's amazing enough on her own that she doesn't need to like it. She, yeah, he needs to like things about her, but like, I, like, she probably does. She, I bet they are the so power cool. Held within, I, I, that's like the coolest celebrity marriage. I yeah, feel like I would love to be friends with them. They probably don't want to be friends with me, but I probably, would love yeah, to be friends with them. I would too. I also really liked Amy Poehler and um, what's his name, the guy that's on Lego Masters now. What's Will Arnett. Name? Will Arnett. I love them, but I didn't not... know that they were married. Yeah, well, they're not married anymore. So, oh, 
That, I could honestly, I could now that you, I didn't know that they were married, but those two personalities, I could totally see. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm so glad you came on. I, we need to do this again. I am absolutely down. This was a great time. And I feel like you and I could definitely go off on a lot more like fun tangents about random pop culture shit. I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that just reminded me of <laughs> David. I don't know. I don't follow pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> so did, where did you, you bend them one okay. time <laughs> oh that's so know. funny i just got all 10 holes in there send 10 bullets in the same hole that is wanted style <laughs> that is, you did do that okay <laughs> that's funny i don't follow pop culture <laughs> well oh, look God. luckily for everybody else we do follow pop culture sure and, do. And, and we know some shit so <laughs> come back and listen some more um well, the, yes, for sure. Let's do this again. And I look forward to being on flops. Um, so is anything else coming up on flops or you guys are not recording for like a month or so? Is that right? Uh, we're, yeah, we're currently, I'm, I'm in just edit mode right now. Personally, Derek is still in New York, um, for about another week and a half as we record this. Um, and then we will start to be recording episodes together again in late September and then we'll actually record an episode in late September. We're going to take a week off because I'll be at my buddy's wedding and Derek will be there too. And then is that Greg's wedding or the other guy? Fletcher's wedding. Okay. Fletch fest, that guy. Fletch. Um, so we'll be there for that. And then we're, we'll come back. Our, our new most recorded episode will be released on September 29th, but we have episodes releasing every Tuesday up until then so we've we pre-recorded nice. a bunch of stuff before gotcha. Derek went to New York and then Greg stepped in for about three episodes um when Derek was in New York already so um we have all that stuff pre-recorded so you guys still get to listen to all the funny flops and all the good and times that we have over there and good check us out yeah i'm drunk <laughs> well, it's, i'm well, just drunk at this point now. it's okay tell people how to find flops since you spelled it funny yes yeah we spelled it weird uh, it was fun i like it but thank you it's so it's flops f-l-a-w-p-s-c-a-s-t flops cast on any major made any major <laughs> social medias uh tiktok instagram facebook twitter all right. Well, everybody else listen to flops and the moral combat is still in the midst of sports ball blitz. So just go to Twitter and follow moral combat and listen to the show. But even if you don't listen, just look out for remember the Titans and vote for it because <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a lot of pressure as a first time guest to like knock this out of the park. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to do my damnedest. Honestly, it, it has happened before where a guest has won the entire tournament a couple times, actually. Which honestly speaks more to the fact that us as cast members on the show can't pick things well, and the listeners are usually correct. But I still stand against that with the fact that I've never won. <laughs> well, to be fair, I have enlisted a lot of people to vote on my behalf. So that Good. could have also been part of it. <laughs> Perfect. We appreciate whatever kind of attention you can bring our way. Yes. Absolutely. Except my friend Jen on our mm -hmm. last episode we were talking about, I said, Hey, she's like, Oh yeah, I saw your story on Instagram and I voted. And I was like, okay, cool. She goes, I voted for miracle. I was like, you bitch. What the fuck, Jen? <laughs> yeah, Jen, you're my friend. What, 
what are we doing here? So I, I had to teach Did Jen she, about so the girl code. <laughs> she didn't listen to the actual episode, it sounds no, like, because I not. feel like she would have heard you pleading. Oh, well. Well, she Jen. knew that was my pick because I said, vote for me. This is my pick. And she voted for Miracle. I like it better. Maybe Damn it, woman. It. I, I, so I, I've, only, I've only heard Jen while she's drunk in the <laughs> one episode that I listened to with her on. But I feel like, I don't know, she, she, she seems like the rambunctious friend she is that would go against you just to be like, ha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> well, mate, sometimes, yeah, for sure. But yeah, she's an amazing friend. But yeah, I was like, no, you're not supposed to vote for the one you like better. You're supposed to vote for me. That's why I shared it. Like, you're I'm not asking which one. Back. Yeah, I don't care which one you like better. Just vote for me, damn it. Yeah. I shared it. You saw it on my story. You do as I please. Thank you. Yes. And thank you. Well, she, she also hosted a trivia episode with me and Casey and she uh, helped him out a little bit, but also Casey and I did French trivia and my husband hosted and tried to help him out. So nobody wants me to win anything. Who's got apparently. Your back? You know nobody. what? Nobody. I got your back. I got Thank your back. You. Luckily for those fuckers, I have my own back. <laughs> there you go. And I feel like with, with the uh, fathom amount of like just pop culture knowledge you've dis- demonstrated in this episode and in, I assume previous episodes of your podcast, uh, you don't need anyone to have your back when it comes to this particular topic, but it's always good to have someone just in case. Well, thank you for being in my corner. I appreciate always. that. Um, also, if if you love How I Met Your Mother, you should check out our uh, Barney Stinson versus Joey Tribbiani episode. I, I saw that and I almost listened to it just because like it's I that's such a hard debate to. Like, it really is. Yeah, it was a. It was hard. I took Barney because I appreciate a challenge and I think I made really good arguments actually, but honestly, yeah. in the end, I think I would say Barney but because Joey he won. had the most miraculous turnabout. That was my big, he has this huge character development, whereas Joey kind of just stays the same, but also Joey's, yeah. you know, I love like Joey. He grows, Joey grows a little bit, yeah, but like not as profoundly as Barney grows. Yeah. You don't see Joey have a kid and like cry right. while holding a kid. Right. And get married and then get divorced. And yeah, you know, yeah, it was a, I mean, I made a lot of good arguments for Barney, but people just like Joey better. So I get that. To, to be clear, I won that debate. Like, I still agree with you 100% there, but I lost the popular vote. So <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. Yeah. I actually stole that from Moral Combat to have people vote on something and I lost. So maybe I won't do that again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> sorry no it's okay now you know how i feel every single tournament well (laughs) hey you won here you did a great list and there there are no winners (laughs) in this contest there are no winners except rachel i appreciate the sentiment of what you just said but you realize the thing that you just said negates the first thing that you said originally right like you won but there are no winners but you won (laughs) but you're not here okay i'm sorry you're correct (laughs) All right. Well, I, I'm a little tipsy now too, so I don't know what I'm saying. Good, um, you caught up. Yes. It's nine o'clock where you are. Jesus I know Christ. I gotta, I gotta fucking go to work tomorrow. Jesus yeah. Christ. I gotta cook dinner. Oh yeah. Well, we <laughs> ordered pizza. Cause I was like, okay, I moved this back a little bit again. So we have a small window for me to eat some food and go. I'm actually making pizza. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We do that too. Like homemade I mean, it's like, pizza, it's like Pillsbury dough. That's pizza, still cool. Still pizza. That's still cool. All right. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I will let you go make your dinner. Everybody, please check out Moral Combat and Flops and always, you know, check out the sip list. I don't know what I have 
Actually, I do know what I have coming up next. Top five Stephen King movies in honor of Stephen King's birthday month. So that'll be good. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for me. It's it's a conundrum because I'm a book fan and a movie fan. And you have to go with the movies. So there's a lot of, yeah, I have to just ignore the books, honestly. That's going to be hard. That's hard as a King fan. It's a whole thing. But yeah. All right. Well, David, thank you for being here. I hope everybody has a great week. And remember, when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.